I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. It's vacation time again, summer vacation, and I know all students from primary to high school are looking forward to a wonderful summer break from the regular schoolwork. Many are going to have fun. Some are going to make money by having a summer job. Many others are going to travel with their family or friends overseas or to the family islands. Summertime is usually busy with great activities for the family. Let me caution you. With the much-needed change from schoolwork, parents be aware that for many students, especially those who are not doing well in school academically or socially, summertime will have a negative impact on their lives. In the article, A Case Against Summer Vacation by David Von Jahel in Time magazine in July 2010, he discussed how summer vacation weakens the educational capabilities of at-risk youth. All children, but especially low-income students, can fall into intellectual and social isolation during the summer. It is true that many students who are below average in a subject or a number of subjects will be required by the school to attend classes during the summer for at least four weeks or more. This is a good idea, but only if the students will truly get involved and parents show interest and concern in the development of the children. For many parents, they are happy for the mandatory school because it solves a problem for a while of what the child will do during the summer. It's a grand summer school babysitting program for these parents. In most cases, the classes are half-day and parents still need to provide activities for the rest of the day. Here is a quote from the article again by the, the, um, in the Time magazine about American students that I've found true in our country. Dull summers take a steep toll as researchers have been documenting for more than a century. Deprived Of healthy stimulation, millions of low-income kids lose a significant amount of what they learn during the school year. Call it summer learning loss, as the academic do, or the summer slide. But as by any summer vacation is among the most pernicious, if least knowledge caused of achievement gaps in the American schools. Now, while parents may be excited about their children having a break. Remember, you might be damaging their lives if it is not organized. There is to be some form of structural organization during the summer vacations. This is important for teaching personal management, discipline and social and intellectual development. Wise parents will create a schedule of household chores, reading assignments, controlled fun time, etc etc if summertime is used to allow the brain to escape into do nothingness then more damage is being done to the child's overall development the right in the time magazine article states the problem of summer vacation first documented in 1906 compounds year after year what start as a hiccup in a six-year-old's education can be a crisis by the time the child reaches high school 
after collecting a century's worth of academic studies. Summer learning expert Harris Cooper, now at Duke University, concluded that, on average, all students, all students, lose about a month of progress in math skills each summer, while low-income students slip as many as three months in reading comprehension compared to middle-income students. Could that be true here too? I think it might be. What then should parents do? Parents, listen parents, please be reminded that you are responsible for your child's development 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year for at least 18 years. This includes long summer vacations. And don't create a monster out of your promising child. In 2004, in my article, Summer Mania, I gave a few suggestions how to create uh, a wonderful summertime for your children. Here are the suggestions. 1. Plan. It must be planned. At the beginning of your summer vacation, parents should sit down and plan with your children. Ask these questions. Who will be doing summer jobs? Who will stay at home? Who will go with relatives? Discuss safety issues related to fire, strangers, and sexual molestation, and provide guidelines for dealing with emergencies. Number two, leave no time period uncovered. If the teenagers are going to work, discuss what they will be doing when they reach home, what time they leave in the morning. Do not hesitate to call on the job to find out how they are doing. Do this about two to three times during the summer break. At the beginning, the middle, and the end of the work experience. Number three, provide suggestions and opportunities about what your teenagers can do each day after the working hours. Do not allow vagrancy, loitering, and just wandering. Set time limits for engaging in school activities and establish night curfews. Number five, if teenagers are not working, discussing what is happening during the long hours of home alone is greatly important. Create a schedule of work chores that can include painting, yard work, house cleaning, learning new skills. Better yet, purchase crafts and other artwork they can create with their hands. Call at home just to see how everything is going with the home alone children. Number six, although teenagers' time should be well structured, allow a time window each day for free time or personal choices, of course, under your parental guidance. Do not allow your children to spend all of 2017 summer hours watching television or playing video games. Set time limits for television viewing. It is best not to allow any of your children to sit longer than three hours in front of a television. It is not healthy for the mind. It creates laziness and mental lethargy. And last one, do not allow your teenagers to stay late in bed every morning all summer. It's not healthy emotionally or socially. Well, that's that for today. This has been your Daily Relationship Nugget. I'm Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.